Welcome to the Teachers to Tech podcast. I'm your host, Dean. This is the podcast where we tell you how you can grow your tech skills, whether you're starting from scratch or just want to go farther. You might be thinking about a new job, a whole new career, or just a new hobby. We'll have something for everyone, so keep listening. Welcome to episode 102 of the Teachers to Tech podcast. If you're returning from last week's episode, we thank you for coming back. And if you're new, we welcome you. Well, it happened to me again this week. I was going through eight resumes. Four of them were teachers. Now, these are people that are applying to teach in a high-tech industry. I looked at those four resumes, and only one of them had any evidence of any technical learning ability at all on the resume. That's what we're all about here, adding some technical skills to your background. You'll find that we have a whole bunch of ways to do that here, and we have a whole bunch of ways of making it easy and not more time-consuming than you can handle. So let's get into today's episode. In today's episode, we're going to start out by defining what we mean by technology. Then we're going to think about what areas of technology would you like to work on, in, or with. And we'll define a little bit what we mean by that. The idea is to help you narrow down the kinds of things you'd want to do. Otherwise, you're never going to be able to narrow down to specific learning tasks. And that's where the accomplishment happens, when you break things down into pieces that you can manage. And finally, at the end of the episode, I'm going to do what I want to do every episode, which is give you some resources. I have three great resources to share with you today. They are things you can go to free. You can grab things from those websites in some cases and either learn on them because there's some free software I'm going to steer you to, or you can learn from them because there are also projects that I'm going to send you to. And you can look those projects over and say, hey, that looks good to me. And when you open up those plans, you're going to find out that there's all kinds of teaching wrapped right up in those. They're very easy to work with. But I'll tell you about that at the end of the episode. So stay tuned. If you heard our first episode, you know that I like to think of the questions that you might want to ask if you were sitting next to me. And the first question I could think of for this week would be, what does the term tech even mean? We talk about technology in the first podcast without really defining it. Let's do that now. Technology really means anything that humans create for their own use. If I were to even sharpen a stick, I have created technology. But these days when we talk about tech, often we're referring to what just a few years ago would have been referred to as high technology, meaning things that have IC chips in them, transistors, touchscreens, and buttons and knobs that we can control. And we're really going to lean that way. A lot of what we talk about will be electronic type technology. There is a vast range of items within technology. We'll break those down one by one, look over one individual piece in each episode. In some cases, it may take more than one episode to talk about those but you should find something that appeals to you in that variety. The idea is to have very different items in different weeks so that you can find something that you say, that's what I want to go for. I want to sink my teeth into that. And by the end of the episode, you should be able to form a little bit of a plan to say, I know what I want to learn and I know exactly how to get started. Now, maybe you are saying, I know I need to make some changes in my career 
and I know that there are technology items and jobs out there that are hot, and I would need to know how to connect with some of those, but I'm not sure what direction to take. We can narrow it down a little bit for you to help you start zeroing in on exactly what it is you want to learn. The goal is to get some very specific item you want to learn with some very specific learning tasks to make your job easy. Just follow up with those tasks. So you might ask yourself, which of these categories would I want to fall into? Would you like to work in and on technology? And by that, I mean, can you see yourself working on computers, fixing them, building them, or maybe working in programming? You're at a desk, you're getting some software together so that it'll run for whatever task some other user wants, but your focus is the program itself. You could be doing other things like user support. You could be working in networking or cybersecurity, for instance. Whatever it is that falls in this category is that you would like to work with the technology for its own sake, whether that's hardware or software or some third item. Now, if you say, well, that's not really me. I have some other goal in my life. Maybe you need to work with tech to get to that goal. So let's take an accountant. There is accounting software out there you might need to learn. You might need to learn spreadsheets. You might need to learn databases. But you want to be an accountant. And that technology is the thing that you use to get your real work, you could say, done. These are the kinds of things that we're going to include in different episodes as we talk to people who want to do work with tech. But the technology isn't going to be the focus. And we can't forget that there is technology that really isn't computer-based per se, but does offer career or even hobby interest, and we want to acknowledge that. For instance, there are drones that are very popular, and there are certain jobs that involve drones. There are also robots, hobby robots and many industrial robots out there. Those technologies are really valid career choices, and you may want to look at those and not spend a whole lot of time behind a computer or at a desk when you're working with either one. One other quick discussion I want to have with you this week, and then we are going to look at some specific resources, some places that you can go to get started is this. We need to talk about approaches to learning. There are two ways you tend to learn about technology items. First is what I call the comprehensive approach. Now this is where you pick out, let's say, a website or a book and you say, I want to learn about programming in JavaScript, for instance. And this website is going to take me step by step through the basics. You learn a little bit, you practice that little bit, you go on to the next until you've got a basic picture of how that programming language works. Now, when I use that term comprehensive, I'm not really saying that you've learned everything, but I am saying that you get a good overview, kind of a 360 view of the basics of anything that you're learning when you use this approach. This is a great way to feel like you have a good foundation underneath you as you move on, but sometimes it gets a little bit boring. Now, that comprehensive approach can be a little dry for some people. You don't always end up with one overall program that you've built, for instance. And it does take a little bit of stick to as my mom would say, where you say, I'm going to come back to these lessons and back and back. 
and make sure that I get through everything I wanted to learn here and get my little certificate from the website or whatever shows that you have taken every single lesson. If that doesn't sound like it's your way to go, then you might consider project-based learning. And this is where we find something that we would like to, for instance, build. And I'm going to give you a place at the end of this podcast today where you can go out and say, there are all kinds of projects here I'd like to mess with. But what you'll end up with is some kind of a useful or fun item, and you'll learn whatever it takes to build that item or create that item. And so you'll say, hey, I've got a goal I'm working toward. I know why I'm doing this. And when you do project-based learning, you're going to tend to find that you cross lines a little bit. Hey, I learned a little bit about electronics. I learned a little bit about programming. I learned a little bit about my own computer as well. And most of the projects that I'm going to send you to are very well documented. There are one or two that you might pick up on your own, and I'll warn you about where you won't get that documentation. But otherwise, you're actually being trained as you have fun building this little item. So that's project-based learning. Of course, there's no reason why you can't mix and match those things. But at this point, after listening to me, you probably realize that you're going to have a preference when you start picking up things that you want to use to train yourself with. All right, so far we've talked about exactly what we mean by technology. We've talked about ways you might interact with technology in any future career or sideline. And we've also talked about different styles of learning when it comes to picking things up from different sources as you're learning your skills. When I come back, I'm going to give you three great resources you can rely on for different types of material related to your technology learning. We'll be back in just a few seconds. All right, as promised, I'm back with those three resources. You may hear my paper rumbling in the background. I've got so many notes about these resources that I may want to refer to them while I'm telling you about them. The first is the website, howtogeek.com. That's just www.howtogeek.com, run together as all one word. Now, what we're looking for out here is all the fantastic articles they have at all different levels of technology. They have put out articles that include abbreviations that you'll see in texting, all the way to technical articles about how to secure your router or myths about things you can do that really don't secure your router. They have computer history articles. One article will link to another. So if you say, hey, I'd like to follow this trail, I won't say rabbit hole because that's the derogatory term that means, hey, I followed something I really shouldn't. But usually their stuff is good background information or further reading. A couple of other topics that have come up recently are 5G cell service, the new 10G that we're hearing about just a little bit now. How do power chargers work? So am I using a lot of power? If I leave my charger plugged in and I don't have my phone attached to it, is it bad to leave my laptop charging all the time? Things like that that can get you started with terminology, can get you started with understanding the hardware that you're working with. And they will give you advice on good software, especially security type software. So once again, that is howtogeek.com. Next up is Instructables, and that's instructables.com, I-N-S-T-R-U-C-T-A, 
B-L-E-S dot com. I'm going to get that in the show notes, of course, along with the others. But I thought I'd spell that one because you may not come across that term too much. This is a place where you can find projects of all types. And that means anything from cooking to sewing to gardening. But there are lots of technology projects out there. And the cool thing about this site is it depends on what's called the network effect, meaning as users join the site, they contribute to the site. So these articles are from all different people with all different experiences, different writing styles, but they all do a good job documenting. You might see a video of the project in action. You might get photographs of the build. You will get directions for how to use the software. You will even get links to all the parts you need for any project that you'd like to build. And you'll find that some of these are geared to beginners. They do have a little education built right into them. You'll be getting an explanation of how everything works together. So you can learn in that way, but you can find projects that you'd like to use. You'll be able to find projects out there like gardening projects for automatic watering or home security projects like automatic light controls. A whole range of things out there to keep you interested and keep you learning. That was Instructables.com. And the last one is one of my all-time favorites, and that is PortableApps.com. The word portable followed by apps, apps.com, all run together as one word. This is a place where you can go to download hundreds of free applications, and they are portable. And what that means is, you can download these applications onto a thumb drive. Now you have to unpack them, you unzip them. They are compressed files. But when you do that, they'll install into your thumb drive and will run right from the thumb drive. So if you say, hey, I don't really want these on my computer right now, or maybe I've got two computers and I only want to download and install these ones, put them on the thumb drive. They move around with the thumb drive. Now that's kind of cool in itself. But one of the important things about PortableApps.com is they've got some real important open license software. If you are possibly thinking about working in graphics at all, maybe drawing or maybe retouching, then you need to take a look at a program called GIMP. And there will be a day when I talk about that later. But think of a Photoshop or a drawing type program, but all free. There is free CAD software out there as well. And I'm recording right now in a program called Audacity. That's out there free. These are all items that you can download, practice on, learn on. No cost to you. There's plenty of material out there about how to use these. And probably most of these I will get to in a future episode. And so you can get a little bit of exposure to some of the best learning materials out there. But for now... Go out and explore PortableApps.com, and we'll look into some of those apps later. Before I go, I just want to mention that these websites don't pay me anything to mention them. I have just used them for years, and I can recommend them. They aren't aware that I'm doing this, but I do recommend them to you, because I think you'll like them as much as I do. When we come back in the next episode, we're going to take a look at spreadsheets. What are they? How do they benefit us? How can they make our lives easier, especially? And where can we begin learning about them? That's all we have for today. This is Dean saying thanks for listening, and we hope to have you back with us next time on Teachers to Tech.